The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. I'm rolling along solo tonight, having a good time, and what a world of sports we're living in right now. Robert Griffin said he's the best quarterback in Cleveland, but Hugh Jackson says, hold on a minute, buddy. You're not just the best quarterback in Cleveland. We got a couple of good quarterbacks here. Josh McGowan is a a winner. He's played in this league quite a few times. Probably has more starts than you, Robert. Robert says, but there's only one guy that runs 4-3. Come on, Robert. I thought we were over this kind of stuff. I thought you had learned a little something in Cleveland. In, excuse me, in Washington, where you're coming from. You, this is your second go-round. Come on, man. The second club you've been with in, what, four years? Come on, Robert. I think you got to... We're begging you. We've begged you on this show. I've heard other people beg you out in public. Have more humility. And this doesn't sound like a guy with humility. Four, three... Four four three four three. I'm not so sure if Robert runs four three anymore. Come on, knee surgery after knee surgery. I think you really need to slow your roll, slow your roll, because in the NFL it is about completions and completion percentages. It's not about how fast you are. It might be how fast you can drop back, but it's only a seven or a three step drop back. Come on, maybe a five. Come on, Robert. Uh, I don't. I really don't see that as as something you should be bragging on right about now. You're just getting yourself in Cleveland, and hey, man, show us some humility, because without it, you just you, you still kind of get up under people's skin when you say things like "There's only one person that runs four three, Robert. You've already been. And we're not going to call, call you a cancer in the locker room, but we will call you. Um, you're not that guy that people want to cozy up to in the locker room. You're not that guy that people want to cozy up to on the sideline. We've seen offensive linemen miss blocks. You get splattered on the ground, and they don't even make an effort to help you up. That's not a good sign for a quarterback, and that's not a good sign for a leader. And we're always, 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 always looking for leadership at that position. And when you say things like there's only one person running 4-3, that's not a sign of leadership. That's not a sign of team because a teammate is about us. It's not about me. And I hope you realize that sooner or later and sooner than later because – 
you may not have too many more opportunities. You know, and let's talk about people with op- that's getting an opportunity. Josh Gordon is getting an opportunity with that same team that, um, that, that Robert plays for. Josh is getting an opportunity to come back after being suspended after suspended for drug use and just foolishness that's caused him to lose millions of dollars and probably one of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL that most people don't know about because of his his drug abuse and his suspensions in the NFL. And Josh is given another opportunity. I think he's probably still going to have to miss a couple games this season. But he's going to have a chance to be around the team, be in the locker room, and around the third game, fourth game, I think he's going to be able to play. But he's a former teammate of Texas A&M quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, Johnny Manziel. And basically, the Cleveland Browns are telling him, lose that dude. Don't be associated with Johnny Manziel. We understand that maybe you all were friends in college and uh, maybe even been recruited by this at the same time to go to uh, Texas A&M or maybe you even recruited Johnny to come to Texas A&M, but lose this dude. He's a loser. We don't want him being associated with our program, our club in any way and get rid of him. And Josh, take the club's advice. Get rid of this dude. Make him a maybe a person you see in the offseason for a few hours, but not someone that you want to be associated with as going out with, having dinner with, associated with, going on, going to Vegas with. Uh, man, you may not even need to go to Vegas at all, um, at all this year, especially during the season. I don't care if it's if if there's an off week. This season, you stay uh, at the facility and work out that whole week um, because you got some catching up, Duke. You was, off, you was already out um, some games in the beginning of the season. Let's hope that you're around. Um, let's pray that you're around. Let's pray that you're around um, during this season, man. I mean, because it's going to be important, Josh, that you keep your nose clean, um, um, say the right things, do the right things. And, um, hey, man, do, do the right thing is what's most important for us, Josh, in the world of sports. And some of these young cats have never seen you, Josh Gordon, play for the Cleveland Browns. And trust me, you are a talented, talented receiver. I mean, come on, man. You, you, you're you big. You're strong. And you don't want to go back and work at that grocery store again. Hey, we got Vince on the line from Lauderdale. Vince, what's happening down south in Lauderdale? The dirty, dirty south. I live in south because I live in Florida, but I live in North Florida. And you live in South Florida, the dirty, dirty south. What's happening in old Lickerdale, Florida? What's going on, baby boy? How you doing, Mr. Hey, man, I am loving life. I'm loving every second of this life I got, man. I cherish it. I'm just so happy. Uh, hey, things are going good, man. What's going on with you? Yeah, I was just hollering at you. I called and checked on you. And um, I wanted to um, get on the conversation about football coming up and then see that you have an outcome of what the Canes going to do this year or how they look. 
Well, you know, um, I tell you this. Uh, I got my tickets for that Notre Dame game. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to South Bend, Indiana. First time I've been back to South Bend, Indiana since I played in South Bend, Indiana in 1984. So hey, I'm going back. I want to see what the Canes. I'm really, I'm really following the Canes with a with a serious, serious eye. It's not that I have never followed them um, seriously because I, I go to go to the games every year, as you know. I um, I I go to the spring practices every year. Um, so I'm a, I'm a big Kane supporter. I'm an alumni, played for him. Hey, I love him. So I really think that um, this year, uh, Mark is, is going to be a phenomenal um, asset to our program. And um, I really look forward to being down there for the, for the FAMU game and the FAU game. Both of them are at home. Oh, they, I didn't know they played down there. Yeah, yeah, and and um and um they play um. Uh, Florida State is going to be in Miami this year too. Oh well, we got a good schedule this year. This is time to show that what we know now in the dirty crowd. We did by time they bring it back home. Yeah, I mean, you're right. We got a good coach now. You know what I mean? And I and and I then you know what I noticed though. Uh, you know, you up in South Florida, but but they the guys that play for Murray now, they are starting to participate with the coach and do some camps around the little school, like high school. You know what I mean? Go to the camp and talk to the kids and try to support the kids to do better things and not be getting in trouble and influence and stuff. And especially the kids in Miami, they really need it because there's, there's so much shooting and killing around this world, and I just hope that these kids can overcome this future what they deserve to be able to be successful in football and everything, what they choose to try to make their dream out of. But otherwise than that, I think that um, the case should be all right. And I think that's the best support I had from University of Miami since, since um, Snellenberg was there. When he was on top of y'all, making y'all be secure, be responsible for what you're doing or where you are, watch your surroundings and all that stuff. But otherwise than that, I think we got a great coach, a veteran coach, and I think the system will change. I, I think it's going to change, too. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Vince. And um, mm-hmm. I, I think Mark Rick is the person to do it, you know, you know, some people complain about uh, him at, at Georgia. Say he didn't win the big game. I think we got it. We he gonna have enough horses in uh, in Miami to win the big game. To, to win a lot of big games. I just, I really think so. But but you know, another thing too. Now when the job was up, and I didn't think Rick was gonna leave Georgia. That was a shock to me. But they got the best coach for the job. I think he deserves it. I think he's a great coach. I admire him in Georgia. He did at the Hall Institute Dillons at Georgia. He, he, he's just a great person, I think, and he respects his players, and he makes his players play for him, and they get up to play for him. So you know what I mean? So I think I think it, it'll work. I sure think it'll work for them. I think it will, too. Now, now let, 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 let me ask you a question. How you feel about uh, 
this Pat Riley and uh, Dwayne Wade situation. Dwayne Wade came out today and said Pat Riley was not the reason. I don't know. It might have been yesterday. Yeah. Pat Riley was not I, the no, reason he, came he right, left. He, I, he came out um, yesterday and said that he wanted to clear the air that Riley didn't cause him leading and it wasn't for the money. But I think that he probably wanted to go back home if he feel that way. But at the same time, too, though, you know, Miami is his heart, but that was a dream that he probably wanted to do. And he probably was a little homesick, and he just wanted to see his family a little more. And which, you know, and since James left and Bosch been sick, and he married Gabriel, you know what I mean? He trying to get that girl from around these South Florida guys and all that environment going on down there in Miami. So I understand. Hey, good luck to you, Wade. I ain't mad at you, Wade, Wade. <laughs> hey, Dad, let's, let's, let's get something clear. What you mean when you say get get away from that South Florida? Get away from South Florida. What you mean, like that dirty South? The, yeah, the dirty South comes in Miami. They have a lot of drive-bys. And, 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 I, and I understand he got his kids and he when he, he was in his retirement years, and then you know, believe it or not, you know he probably he, we they praise him down him, but at the same time, ain't nothing like home. You know what I mean? And he know he go home. You know they gonna cherish him a little more, but he know the people they won't be trying to drive by running his yard unless he just actually doing something dumb or disrespectful, but. Like these guys where um, in California where Justin Bieber live, they run right inside Justin's house and, and, and jump the gate and jump the wall and, and ain't that much autograph in the world. I, I, I agree with you. Hey, Vince, you so, know, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. We, part of. I, I, I feel you, but we know, we know Dwayne Wade. He live in some place like Star Island. Man, you can't even yeah. ride on Star Island if you don't look like Dwayne yeah, Wade. Or, you know what I mean? Come on. One thing about it, when you ain't in Star Island, you got to come to uh, go get something to eat. Nah, that might be true, but when you got Dwayne Wade, when you got Dwayne Wade money, you ain't got to go nowhere. They bring you everything you want. You want Popeye's chicken, they'll come over there and cook it for you. You got that kind of money, man. Hey, they don't, yeah. don't get it twisted. Dwayne Wade, he ain't got nothing to worry about in Miami or Chicago. And trust yeah. me, Chicago yeah, is but, but way, you know, way, one way. One thing about it is, you know, he's a person like we is. He ain't no person selling the house and that house made like that. So I understand that. I understand that, Vince. But hey, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade, Chicago is way more dangerous than Miami and Fort Lauderdale combined. Yeah, but well, you know, South Beach teach you bad habits. You know, one thing about South Beach, South Beach, South. Beach. Now I would agree with that, and that might be the reason he left. Now that might be a good reason to leave. The South Beach would teach you some bad habits. They leave on probation. <laughs> and they said Miami is one of the more weak towns, and Miami is, is fully turned out. And people hate to say it, but they, they build it up like it ain't nothing. But behind the scenes, me and you know, I know, because I'm from here. Right. You know halfway, because you come down here and visit a lot, but you play that you will. You know you can go in a certain zone, that's your zone. Stay in your margin point, but you know, hey, they want to explore the world. Go. 
that's everywhere we go, Vince. You know, you got to stay mm-hmm. in your lane no matter no matter where you're at. Yeah. You got to stay in your yeah, lane. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. You know, you got to stay in your lane. You don't go hey. stay in your lane in Dade County, trust me. That, that, that's you, that's, that's, that's I watched the news the other day, and the guy came from Dade County, and he saved all his little money and take his wife out on vacation. And, and, and next thing you know, the three pull at the gas station, they done took the car in the basement. You see what I'm saying? That kind of mess. But you, that's only in Miami. It ain't going around the world. But everything else around the world, they shooting at the police. So one thing about that's a good thing we don't have down here shooting at our officers. You know, so that's that's the break we have. You know, not, not that black life matters. The whole world matters to me. I'm about life legitimate. Hey. You stay in your lane, and we as you grow. You know, that's the way we was raised. Guys, we'll be right back with more sports information. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're examining five methods for hunting this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Taking an in-depth look at archery, crossbow, rifle, black powder, and pistol. We'll explore the specifics of each hunting discipline and what it truly means to be proficient and successful with them when in the woods. Joining us will be legendary outdoorsman David Blanton from Real Trees Monster Bucks and wild man Greg Ritz of Huntmasters. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Sports Info UM. We still got Vince Lauderdale. Hey, hey, Vince, you know, I got to let you go because, you know, you hold up our whole show, man. We, we, they be calling this Vince Lauderdale show. And next thing you know, 
Good gracious, man. I love you. But good, you, you, you know you the man. You, you know you yeah, keep us up to date on, on the dirty, on the down low down there. Hey, and this last one question before we go, because people want to know, what's the deal with Bosch? Is he, is he so sick that he may never play again? Because, you know, there's a little, a little talk about, there's a riff with the front off with Riley and Bosch. You know, Bosch only played a few games last year. What's the deal with that? I think he owes a lot of money, time, and business. I think he need to retire. He don't make money. He he hold up with somebody else who's going to make money. That's what broke the team up. Because they you know what they do on his check, and his check and pay for five more other people. Well, you're right. You got a point. And, you know, we was talking about how people have to be keep their guard up. You know, Bosch got robbed down there in Miami. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, he got, got a lot of stuff taken. It kind of pushed it up under the rug, but you, you yeah. got to be real careful down south, man. You're right. It's a different kind of living in South Florida than it is in, I'd say, a place like Chicago. Chicago, I, I don't know about mm. Chicago. I can't say it. I never lived down there. But you got to have your guard up when you're in Miami. You know how in the old days you ride up in stoplight and the old white lady start locking their door? No, it ain't like that no more. You, have your, you, you as a black man have your doors already locked when you roll up to the yeah. stop sign. You know, because if, if the days... Some days old where they discriminate, where they try to pick old, old white ladies out. No, they rob any opportunity they have. Don't give them an opportunity, man. Don't do it. Hey, but Vince, uh, hey, uh, I, yeah. before you put me off on the air, I wanted to let you know, um, it is for the intro, uh, the guy from the Marlins still be breaking the record tonight. So, kids, be aware of it. It's, you need two hits to break the record. Ichiro. Yeah. Yeah, Suzu, Ichiro Suzu, one of the baddest hitters that ever played a game, man. That dude, I seen yeah. that dude hit a ball. The ball hit the ground. He hit it for a base hit, man. I'm telling you, he'll hit anything, a ball, a strike, anything. He, he's one of the best hitters that ever. And and if you took his record for what he did in the in the, uh, in the Japanese league, uh, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. How um yeah. how well he's played. But well, hey Vince, man, we appreciate you keeping us up okay. to date on what's really going on in the world of sports and, and what's going on in your corner of the world in the world of sports. Thanks a lot, Vince. We appreciate, appreciate you, bro. Much okay, love. Buddy. All right. Peace. You know, um, I we really thank Vince all the time for coming on, but I I, I tell him, man, man, you're gonna make this a devil Vince from Lauderdale show. It ain't, it ain't a sports info show. You're going to make a job. He, but I love that dude. I love that dude. He's my man. Anyway, I've known Vince for a long time, too, since back in the 80s. So you know we're going to work it back way, way. Rob Gronkowski. You know, Rob Gronkowski has a four-year deal. Four years left on his contract with the New England Patriots. And Rob is going to make between 30 and $33 million in the next four years. Now, you know that the Patriots have to do something about it. Because Jordan Reeds for the Redskins, he just signed a 46.75 million dollar contract for five years. Now, the Texas, and, and, and then there's uh, uh, Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs, who's a heck of a tight end. He signed 46.8 million dollars for a five year deal. Now, Rob Gankowski 
know, Travis Kelsey is a heck of a tight end, and Jordan Reeds is a very, very impressive young tight end with the Redskins. However, when we think about these two cats, are they in the same sentence as Rob Gronkowski of the, of the uh, New England Patriots? Oh, my goodness. You know, sometimes we can almost, you know, I hate to say this, but we can grade these players and athletes almost how we grade these guys in a fantasy football league. And, you know, I'm sure Jordan Reed is probably going to be taken somewhere up there, and Travis Kelsey, he's going to be taken somewhere up there too. But Rob Gronkowski is going to be taken probably uh, before a lot of running backs are going to be taken because this guy scores touchdowns. He makes things happen. He's a big play artist. I mean, a big play artist. And and, and Rob Gronkowski is, um, he, you know, he, he showed us that he's, he has a little bad boy, a little rambunctious about him, a little, little get the NFL upset with his, with his cruises and his, and his women dancing all in his face and, you know, all kind of stuff like that. But hey, this guy, when he hits the field, you know, he, he's, he's a touchdown machine. And he, he can really, really, really make some things happen uh, on the field. Now, don't get it twisted. Rob Gronkowski has had his um, his his troubles with uh, injuries. Uh, that that's uh, that's been an issue for him. And and that's who knows. And it's probably going to always be an issue with him because he is so big that I've said it before. You got to hit him low. You know, the NFL has made it so difficult that you cannot hit a guy high, and uh, so you have to hit him low. And where do you hit him low? Knees and ankles. You know, if you're a 5'10 defensive back and you weigh maybe 190, 97 pounds, you cannot go up and hit Rob Gronkowski in his chest when he's 6'7, 280 pounds, 284 pounds, 288 pounds. No, you just, you just can't do it. So he's going to always have to deal with arm injuries because he has so far, so, so far to fall. Embrace himself, and he's going to have to deal with leg injuries because everyone knows that to bring a guy like that down, you have to hit him high. You have to hit him low. So, hey, what can you do? You've got to hit him low. So, Rob Gronkowski will be getting a good contract, and I can guarantee you it'll be more than uh, $46.8 million. He'll probably be getting something like $50 million for the for the next four years, they're gonna probably renegotiate it, give him another year. It'll be fifty million for uh, five years, and probably something like uh, twenty million, twenty-five million, twenty-eight million up front, guaranteed. So hey, and you can't blame you can't blame the uh, Patriots. They gotta find a way because uh, Tom Brady only has a, a, a small window left to uh, make some things happen for the New England Patriots. You know, he's, he's coming up on 40 years old. Um, and Rob Gronkowski, hey, he's, he's still a, a young guy. Um, so I think, um, I really think that uh, the Patriots going to make this happen real, real soon. I mean, don't, don't be surprised if it happens within the next, within the next 30 days for sure. Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski of the New England Patriots will have a new contract. And um, that'd be something like fifty million dollars. You know, well, um, Kaepernick and Lane Gallagher are taking 
first team reps for the 49 And, you know, some of us know that their new coach is um, is the um, infamous Chip Kelly. And Chip Kelly, you know, I, I've, I've said it before. I think he's really, um, you know, I think he's really, you know, wasting his time. Not wasting his time, but kind of like, you know, doing his, doing his probation in the NFL because he's a college guy. He wants to get back to college football. Probably end up back at Oregon. Wouldn't surprise me one bit if if he goes back to Oregon and um, and becomes a um, a coach at Oregon because people are going to be a little bit restless with their with their current coach because he has not uh, won won uh, a BCS championship. He's taken them there, but he hasn't won it. Uh, so I think Chip might be back in college in the next couple years. But uh, anyway, in the meantime, he's he's a San Francisco 49ers coach. You know, San Francisco 49ers, they've, they've gone through some things, uh, losing some players to retirement, young guys, early retirement. But this um, uh, Colin Kaepernick situation and Blaine Gallup situation, because Colin Kaepernick signed a, a big contract a couple of years ago. So he almost is like going to be the starter by default because of his contract side. But Chip Kelly, from, from what we've seen in the past, it's not an easy coach to, to deal with. He's not an easy guy to, to, to say, um, to work for, you know. And, and some people have actually, you know, threw the race card in the game with Chip Kelly. I'm not, I'm not in favor of the race card. I'm not saying he's a racist. Um, but, you know, um, some guys have thrown that, and some of his former players have thrown that in the picture. I have said that I don't think Colin Kaepernick is a good NFL quarterback. Um, he he really has a tendency to um, to to run the ball probably better than he throws the ball. In the NFL, you just really can't do that. I mean, you just can't do it. But and I think Colin Kaepernick played in an offense that in college that really was so new to college football, and football, period, that it caught a lot of people off guard. It was a pistol offense, and he played uh, played at Nevada, uh, played and were a school that really didn't, no one really knew about it. We didn't really see him a lot unless you watch college football at around 11 o'clock at night on a, on a Saturday night, and I did see him a few times in college. However, what I'm saying is that uh, Colin Kaepernick, Broke into the league and he tricked a lot of people with his with his speed and with his ability to throw the ball. But I think he's missing some tools. The number one tool that Colin Kaepernick is missing his eyes. The next time everybody look at that Colin Kaepernick, take a look at him. His eyes are too close to his nose. They're too close together. I mean, his eyes are actually too close together to be a good quarterback. A good quarterback, their eyes are almost at the eyes are almost on the side of their head. They can their peripheral vision is that good. They see so good. They see the field. Look at Jim Kelly. Look, 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 look at what we can call what we consider the, the best quarterback in the NFL, NFL right now. Cam Newton. Look at that guy's eyes, man. Look how far they are apart. You look at you can look at Tom Brady. Look at his eye. Hey man, but look at like Colin Kaepernick. You look at his eye. Hey, we got Steve on the line from Jacksonville. Steve, what's happening? Oh, number 30, Sheldon, run hard between the tackles. 
going to going to UM Jag now. I've been watching football for a long time. Never heard that term with the eyes. Yeah, yeah, man, you got to check the minds out, man, with a quarterback especially. You know, I actually know running backs and football players, they're right. they have to have a good vision. I mean, you got to see things before they happen in football. Absolutely. And the person that sees things before they happen the most in a football game would have to be the quarterback. That's why he's paid so much. That's why he changed so many plays at the line of scrimmage. You know, you have to be smart, too. I mean, you have to look at an NFL playbook at about 400, 500 pages, and you got to know every one of those offensive plays and every one of the sets and formations. Come on. And sometimes you want to change the snap count. You got to do all of that stuff at the line of scrimmage. And then you got to be looking at line, at, at the line of scrimmage, where the linemen are set. You got to look at where the linebackers are set, where the secondary is set. And they're trying to play games with you moving around at the same time. So, hey, it's just a really difficult position to play. And I'm going to tell you somebody else who's having a problem with the vision is that Robert Griffin. You know, uh, they used to call him RG3. I just call him Robert. Now, Robert, he has a problem with his vision. Look at his eye. I'm not, I'm not bothered. I'm not saying nothing about Robert's eye. But he can't stay focused, man. You understand what I'm saying? And it's hard. I don't think he's going to be a good quarterback in this league for that same reason. What's going on in Jacksonville, man? Y'all got one of the hey, best man, hottest, we try hottest to get ready but, but just to, just to cap on that, hardest position in sports, quarterback. Right. Hardest position in sports. I'm, you know right. Because it's so dangerous, too, though. Yeah, babe, but you could forget the play going up to the line. Yeah. That's what happened to Tim that. Tebow. That's why he's not in the league, man. You know, that's why Tim Tebow's not in the league. He couldn't remember the plays. Yeah, that's tough, man. It is that's tough, man. And it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Dude said Tim Tebow. If you do wrote an article, say Tim Tebow, they would, they would, they'd be going, getting ready to go back on the field. It'd be on uh, third down. They'd be telling Tim Tebow all the plays and stuff. You know, say, hey man, it's third down to get ready to punt the ball. That's what we're gonna do. We're going back in there and say they be getting ready to get. They, just before you go back on the field, he be like, hey, what we gonna do now? What we gonna do now? What we gonna do again now? Oh. Hey man, hey, you know. Hey. I'm, I'm not. Right. You got to have, and, and I heard the day this article comes out, it's, it's so many quarterbacks. Tim Tebow is better than so many quarterbacks in the league. He might be, but is he as smart as those guys, man? I mean, you really just, and I'm not saying Tim Tebow is not smart. Man. I'm just saying you, sometimes your emotions can be, be your, your worst enemy when you have to think. You know? So, you know, maybe it was his emotions. It wasn't his knowledge. It was his emotions. You owe, you owe number 37. You owe number 37 to run high between the tackles. You would know. You hey, would know. Man, I, I, just, I just try to call it like I see it, Steve. You know what I'm hey, saying? It's the eye test that you put on. The eye test plus you, hey, you played at that level. A lot of people, a lot of armchair quarterbacks out here now. A lot of armchair quarterbacks. But, yeah, we're just trying to get it together and see what, what the boys going to do here. What you predict for them, Robbie? I, I, I like the Jags, man. I, I think the Jags are going to be a difference maker this year. I, I really do. I think Borders is coming around. I, I really think we got some help at a running back position. That's going to that's gonna make a wow. big difference. You know, I, 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 I like what I see in Jacksonville. You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
They need another running back. They need another <laughs> running back. They, they need. I, I, I was about to bring you out of retirement. <laughs> don't do we it. No please don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't do it. I'm telling you, no, man. But I think the Jags. Um, I think the Jags really have a have, have something something going this year. Um, I, I think they're 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 a team to watch. I I really do. You know, I I really do. At, at the same time, you know, if you know, we we undefeated in tailgate, so you know you're welcome. <laughs> I've been to quite a few tailgate parties in Jacksonville with you, Steve, <laughs> and, uh, and I've had a great time. And I tell you, um, that's you're, you're absolutely right. We are undefeated at tailgate in Jacksonville. You know, and I'm talking to a guy that's that's had season tickets with the Jaguars um, since since the Jaguars came to Jacksonville. That's right. And as a, there are not too many people that can say that. No, I never missed the ball game. I knock on wood for that. <laughs> man, that's a beautiful thing, man. So you know the ins and outs about Jack, about Jacksonville more than anybody, you know. And and um, you know, let, let's 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 talk about a little bit about the dirt that's going on in Jacksonville. You know, last last year the uh, the kid, the, the number one draft pick for Jacksonville, linebacker from Gainesville, he ended up um, hurting his knee, had to sit out the whole season. He's like a a, a, a first-round pick coming in this year. But, you know, there was a little controversy with him look, looking at his girlfriends beat up each other. His baby mama and his girlfriend. Uh, what's, what's, your, what's, what's your feel on that? What's the kid's name again? Dante Fowler. Yeah, Dante Fowler. They say he's looking like a beast in there. Really? Really? I, 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 I give that situation. When I look at stuff like that, I, I just look at guys that, it's time with women. It's time and money. You know, the guys. It, when you're a football player like that, you don't have a bunch of time. You got money, but you don't have a bunch of time. These women, they take, they take time, and you know, hey, you you, you playing one against the other, and all of a sudden, you forget about cameras around. And I, I think that's what happened to him. Luckily, he didn't put his hands on any of them. But you, hey, that—that's that, a situation that you really don't want to get yourself caught up into. I mean, he walking in the club he wants to now and had a you know rooster the house. But uh, unfortunately, but but they say he's looking good now. Maybe in a set of town, old number thirty-seven. Hey, well, man, let's hope so because um, he's definitely needed in a Jaguars organization. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes, man. They they need him. But give me a give me a look give me a nugget on the canes, man. Give me a nugget. You know, um, I'll say this. Uh, Brad Kaya is a Heisman Trophy candidate. Yeah. Now uh, if if that don't give us three wins in some big games, I don't know what is. You know what I mean? That's, that's hey, we, in a good position. We play Florida State at home and Notre Dame and South Bend, Indiana. Both of those games will be on everybody's TV in America. You know? America. I'm in telling America. you, so, hey, don't get no bigger than that. You know? No, sir. No, so, hey, sir. I, I, I really think the Canes are in for a big season. Uh, hey, they're going to gonna have some big games. You know, those two alone are, are, are big games. But when you throw in Virginia Tech in, in that schedule somewhere and Georgia Tech, 
Hey, wow. That ain't a bad schedule. No, no, no. sir. No, sir. No, sir. Okay. Now, playing the biggest schedule they ever played in. And since I've been going now, I'm, you know, hey, Virginia Tech, not Virginia Tech, old. I mean, hey, I'm talking about years ago when like, who beat us uh, for homecoming. They fight them people down the homecoming. Like Duke, I was talking to uh, this guy, Dwayne Norman. He played with Duke. He from Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Steve, hold on a second. We got to take a quick commercial hey, break, guys. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go, Ali. Hey, Steve, I appreciate you calling. I, I appreciate you giving us an update on what's going on in Jacksonville. But hey, man, we here every Monday night on Sports Info on your radio show. Give us a call. Good show. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hey, guys, we'll be right back with more Sports Info. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you're tuned in to sports info um with daryl and sam call us today at 888-346-9144 that's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, Ben Roethlisberger said Martavius Bennett uh, lied to him when he talked to him about, when he talked to him last year about his, um, about his drug suspension. You know, now, Ben, 
I think that was something maybe in-house you could have kept to yourself. You didn't have to tell anybody about that conversation that the man lied to you. You know, you could tell that he has some issues. You know, the man, is already, he's been suspended for this season, like four games. He, he has some issues. I don't think you got to dump on him when you see a man down. I don't think that was right because, you, you know, you lied to us. You know, you said you didn't, you didn't have sex with that woman in the bathroom. You know, come on, man. You know, but, but you paid her off. So, hey, um, don't, don't watch yourself, Ben. You know, come on, man. You can't, you can't be flying here saying you the, you, you the captain of the team and you this and that, but he lied to you? If he did, I think that's something you keep in house. I don't think that's something you, um, you, 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 you throw out on the table or you bring to the media or you bring to anybody's attention, you know. And uh, Oswaller. You know, Josh Oswald, he's a new quarterback for the um, for the Texans. He said, don't be comparing him to Tom Brady. Uh, excuse me? I, I didn't know we were doing that. When when did we start comparing Oswaller to Tom Brady? I, 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 didn't, I just didn't know that was happening. Somebody, somebody break that to me. I didn't know that we were comparing those two people. Um, I, I just didn't, didn't, didn't get that memo. Didn't get the memo that we were, we were comparing Brock Oswaller to Tom Brady. And this is his first season with the Houston Texans. And trust me, you got some struggles with the Texans. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the Texans got one of the best uh, receivers in, uh, in the league right now in that guy Hopkins. But, uh, Brock Oswaller. Don't be comparing you to Tom Brady. Uh, Josh McGowan? Yeah, maybe. Come on, but, but Tom Brady? Come on, man. You know, you, you had Peyton, Man, Peyton Manning's job. Now, let's don't get it twisted. You know, that was Peyton Manning's job to lose. There was no way you were going to keep Peyton Manning's job when he came back. If he was any kind of healthy, it was anything healthy about him, Peyton Manning was going to get his job back. And I don't blame you for going to Texas for the money. But right now, please, man, put, put yourself in your place. You know, hey, um, DeAndre Hopkins of the Texans says uh, he wants a new contract. And and let's don't get it twisted. If there's anybody in um, for the Texan that, Texans that deserves a new contract, it's him. And the Texans have already said that um, he will be taken care of. Now, I, I think he'll be taken care of, too, because he had 111 catches for fifteen hundred over fifteen hundred yards last year. Oh yeah. They they're gonna take care of him and they 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 darn well should um take care of DeAndre Hopkins. This this cat is for real. Um come on. I, you, you gotta take care of this man. Um he, he's one of one of the reasons people come to see this team. And 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 Brock. It has to be your number one target. So if you want to make yourself look good, make sure that you um, find your find a way to get this kid the ball, without a doubt. You know, and, and he showed up on the first day of camp. Um, that shows a lot of respect and a lot of maturity. He knows he's going to get paid. He knows he has to get paid. Um, so hey, I, I'm sure they're going to take care of him. Um, but Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor signed a three-year contract last year uh, for for three point three five million dollars. 
Well, um, this year, and last year he only made like a million dollars. Well, this year he's expected to make um, like a, a million or another million dollars. However, the contract is voided for the 2017 year because he played, he started so many games last year. Now, that's kind of crazy because he's being paid as if he is the 55th quarterback in the league, according to paychecks. Now, Kyrod Taylor deserves a whole lot more than that. Now, the the the, the, the Buffalo Bills say they're going to take care of Tyrod Taylor. Uh, say you're going to take care of him, and taking care of him is is totally totally different things. And now, I actually there there's no doubt that they have to take care of him because. Here's a man that at the end of this season he could literally just just walk away and uh, and then they'll be back at, at square one trying to draft a quarterback or or trying to um trying to get a free agent quarterback and here's a kid a young man that's a proven proven quarterback um, you got to take care of him you got to find a way to um, to get this young man paid um, and I, I mean really. He he deserves a, a, at least at least that um, Brian Fitzpatrick kind of money, you know. And I'm talking about I'm talking about upwards of at least twelve, thirteen, eighteen million dollars a year. Um, give this man that. Give him that forty million dollar contract. Um, four years, forty million. I, I'm sure Tyrod would take that raise in a heartbeat and uh, and and move on from there. Uh, four years, forty million would be a nice contract for him. Uh, so. Tyrod, hold in there. Um, be patient. Um, I'm, I know you're going to get paid. You have to get paid, man. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is definitely going to get paid. And let's see and let's hope that your contract is bigger than a tight end, than the number one tight end quarterback, the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Let's hope that your contract will be bigger than the number one tight end in the NFL. Now, that's going to be something to see. I'm telling you, that is really, really going to be uh, something to see. But guys, before we go, you know, we talk talk about this all the time, how this Twitter, Facebook, social media, it's going to get a lot of people in trouble. You know, and, and, and I want everybody to know, especially young people, the first thing we do as employees and when... when uh, when we look at, when you're looking for a job, the first thing they do is they look at your Twitter, your Facebook, all of that. They look at it. So if you got some stuff that's inappropriate, or if you put something out there that was inappropriate, it's still there. It's always there. It's going to always be there. And Draymond Green, you're no different. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you were up here fighting a college student, you know, punching a kid that's in college, and now... You 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 you're posting your junk on the internet, posting a picture of your of your of your of your. Of, uh, uh, oh my goodness, man! You know you you're making yourself look like what you're posting. That's a terrible thing, man. You need to get yourself together, man. Hey, um, be more, you need to find more humility, and you also need to um, keep your mouth shut. Stay out of the limelight. Stop doing stupid stuff, you know. And then he, and then he, then Draymond Green lies about it. Says, "Oh, he didn't do that. Somebody hacked in his account." Man, we get tired of hearing you guys talk about people hacking in your account. Nobody hacked in your account. You, you're not that important. 
Please, you're not that important. But hey, then he comes back and says, no, I posted it. I was, that was a private message. I was trying to send to somebody, and I'm very sorry. You know what? Um, Ten years from now, we'll still know about this because you did it. And it's such a foolish thing to do. It just makes no sense. And you have to know that if you do that, we'll know about it. Russia will know about it. Paris will know about it. Uh, France will know about it. Italy will know about it. Everybody will know about it. Hey, settle yourself down, man. Gino Smith said he pissed off that Fitzpatrick is back. And Todd Bowles says Fitzpatrick is going to be the starter. Man, Gino, you better sit yourself down and collect that money. Man, chill out. Do the best you can. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying um, give in to Fitzpatrick, but I'm saying practice hard. Learn as much as you can because your day is coming. And when it does come, you better be prepared, man. Don't be, don't be slacking when, you, when your opportunities come because you're not going to get too many, man, really. You know, take a look in the mirror. You're not going to get too many. And look, look around you. Look in the league. You're not going to get too many. So, hey, you better take advantage of them. And, uh, and hey, I don't blame you, Todd Bowles. Fitzpatrick did an outstanding job. Did a pretty, well, we did a really good job for the team last year. So you got you to gotta applaud him. And let's talk about my man, Sap. My man, Sap, left Tampa, went to the Keys. Go lobster and go, you know, they go dope. It's a, it's a season in the year in Florida. We got a lot of crazy things going on in Florida, man. It's a lot of stuff going on in Florida. But anyway, uh, Sat went down to the Keys and, um, you know, going lobstering down there. And, uh, and from what I saw, he had, a, he had a nice catch. No lie. I'm telling you, he had to have at least at least 40 lobsters. You know, I guess they caught their limit. But uh, Sat got bit by a shark. I mean, it was a nasty bite, too. Man. I mean, hey, yeah, my man Sap, I, I love Sap. You know, he's from the U, I'm from the U. But, hey, that's one thing. I, I have a problem with that, that diving, that snorkeling, um, swimming in deep water. I have a problem with it. I applaud the Sap for the courage of going down there. But then they say Sap came up with a sharp bite on, on his leg, wrapped it with some duct tape and a gauze, and went back down there and caught some old lobsters. That's what I'm talking about, Sap. Represent, baby. Hey, you know, uh, hey, Warren, um, you know where I'm at. Shoot me a couple of them lobsters, you know, put them in that, that, um, that, um, that uh, what they call that stuff, that ice, you know, that frozen ice or hot ice or whatever it is. Hey, shoot me a couple of them lobsters, man. I know y'all had a nice feast that night, but knowing you, Sap, y'all probably ate all them lobsters that night. Probably ate them all that night. Jared Reed, great, super Australian, uh, Australian rules football player, came to the um, 49ers last year to play and actually made the team. And now they're saying um, if they had a, a, a semi-pro NFL team, Jared would have been on that team because he was really not a NFL caliber running back. And that's, that's sad to say because it's almost like he was a pub publicity stunt for the 49ers. And I'm sure that some qualified young running back got cut because they wanted to make a publicity stunt and maybe because it was to attract more Australian um, 
Australian um, fans to the NFL. And trust me, uh, the NFL is a popular sport in Australia. I was there a few years back and saw many NFL games the week that I was in Australia. And uh, so it is a popular thing. But I think that's just so, so unfortunate. Some kid got cut because Jared Haynes had to be on the team for the 49. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to Sports Info UM. And we'll be back next week with sport, with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.